0: Welcome, everybody, in to the Tyler Van Show, a very special night. and We talked about it last week, but it's even a bigger night tonight. Coach, um, cannot say enough, we are a week down the road, a week farther. We are in week 14, and we're still playing. Big victory this week.
1: Yeah, a huge win. Proud of our guys. You know, they've taken – you know, after week 10, we played a really good five team, and we knew that was going to help us going into the playoffs. Um, and we talked about it as a, a team. Um, like, we're in a new season now. We finished the regular season eight and um, – or seven and three. Uh, we can't change the seven wins. We can't change the three losses. We're in a brand-new season. The only thing that matters now is we go 1-0 and we take what we've learned in the regular season and apply it here in the new season. And our guys have done a really good job of getting better week in, week out. We so struggling to take care of the football which is odd because we've done a really good job of that in the regular season we've got to clean that up this week if we're going to win the game so i'm um, really proud of our guys and, and how they competed in the game friday night well
0: coach we'll get into more on friday night and a true true big victory for sylvania but I want to welcome in joining us last couple of weeks and he uh, gets to do a little work for his other show and uh I think he talks to Coach Van on Friday nights, usually. And uh, welcome in from WQSB, Phil Harris. How are you doing, Phil?
2: Well, uh, I'm enjoying. I'm glad to be here. Once again, Coach Van, congratulations. What a great job by your kids, by your staff, uh, the community. You know, the only bad thing that's a downer this week is, you know, the kids didn't get to go to school Monday and enjoy that camaraderie with the you know, the students and the teachers and all that stuff, they kind of missed out on some things by not going to school this week.
1: Yeah, they did. Um, uh, it's always good, though, to be practicing on Thanksgiving week. and um, Muted somehow. Hopefully after this week, and next Monday is another good Monday, though, and they can um, maybe have some of that next week. All right, Coach. Hey, and
0: we will get into practicing this week and what it's been like and and schedule for Thursday. Uh, Join us up on top. He's becoming a regular on Friday night. I called him the voice of the Rams. And this week he's getting an even bigger station. Of course, every Friday night has been for the last several weeks. Howie Chaney and John Seals joining us. Howie Chaney former stats man coach
2: i think
3: the radio station yeah sorry about that coach but hey you've won more games with me being on the radio than you have been with me keeping stats so i think you'd rather be, be on the radio i guess so <laughs> and, and we've got a little tradition him hey, i realize it but after every game i do go find them and give them a bro hug and say congratulations and keep on going see you tuesday and uh Sometimes I get soaking wet, get, getting close to them, but hey, it's worth it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do. It's, uh, I'm going to. Something's up. i uh, sorry about that, but no, our players do a really good job celebrating win. Every win's important. It doesn't matter if you're, who you're playing. Uh, anytime you can get a win on, on a Friday night, uh, regardless of a playoff or not, it's a huge thing for us and we'd love winning and uh, you should celebrate a win and. Um, our guys do a good job of that.
3: <laughs> they they actually do. It's uh, it's amazing. I I don't know if I love going in there just giving you the the you know the congratulations or just seeing what's going on next because it's never the same every week.
1: No, it's something a little different. <laughs> it's a little different dance, a little different uh, something. <laughs> them guys do again, man. I, I want them to enjoy winning. I never want them to get tired of it. You should not never. Um, but I hate losing and I know our guys hate losing, but, uh, anytime you can win, uh, you should, you should enjoy it. Absolutely.
0: All right, Phil, I'm going to let you uh, take off the questions. I've got a couple for coach down the road, but I'm going to save them down the road. Phil, um, a little bit about the perspective. It's a big run. It's a run we haven't seen out of Sylvania in several years.
2: Yeah, it's been a long time, as a matter of fact. I think one time in the semifinals, and a matter of fact, I called that game back when I was doing radio for K98 back several years ago. This is new territory for your kids, Coach. But the thing is, I don't really think they have to worry about getting nervous because they've never been in this position before. It's kind of like, let's just go play the next game. Do you, you kind of think they have that mindset? Yeah, they uh, were. I guess you could say nothing to lose. I mean,
1: uh, what we do, we feel like, you know, we should go in there and win the football game. They're a really good football team, um, and they're very well coached uh, football team. Piedmont's really good, and um, I think we're playing pretty good football, so we, we have a really good opportunity. But, um, you know, our our guys have – it's really been – I've enjoyed watching our guys go to work. I'll say that every every. My, my browser keeps commuting. You know why, Randall?
0: I do not. I'm trying to see if I can do anything on my end.
1: I'll be back in a minute, Coach. Let me see. Y'all
0: but
3: go ahead. But our
1: guys, uh, they've done a really good job of just showing up on Monday and Tuesday and just locking in and going to work. I'm really, I've am really i really been proud of them. They haven't been too high, haven't been too low, you know. Uh, we've had some big wins in the playoffs, and they just, they're just they just going to work, and I, I, I'm proud of them. And, I'm glad they're bought into just knowing that little things is the only thing that matters. We got to come in and take pride in the work that you do uh, on that practice field. Take pride like today, uh, before practice, like take pride in every single route today. Um, let's let's be the best Tuesday we can have, and and they've done a really good job of it. I'm proud of them.
2: Well, you know, the, the good thing, I, you know, that's going good for you this time, you really don't have to caution the kids about what kind of atmosphere they're going to play in. They played in it earlier in the year. It's just going to be a little different stage. So they should be prepared for that. Main thing is, is to lock in, focus. But this football team, it's important they need to get off to a good start. Yeah, we, the
1: last time we got the ball first, uh, had a drive going. We fumbled the football. Um, and then and then seven, Jack Hayes did Jack Hayes things and did a really good job the entire night. He played a really good football game. He's been playing good football all year, probably since he started starting. If he started in the seventh grade, he's probably been playing that long. I don't know. I feel like I've heard his name for a very long time. He's a really good quarterback, probably the best player we played uh, hands down all year. He does a really good job, but we don't have to get off to a really good start. We don't have to tackle well. Um, and control the line of scrimmage. Whoever can win up front, I think is going to win the football game. And our guys know that, and our guys have, have prepared that way. You know, uh, so. So. The host has muted you. It said that time.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, that's me, Coach. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping you unmuted. But that time, I got you. You were a little faster than me, Coach.
1: I got you. Um, and so. You know, uh we gotta take care of the football. We turned the ball over two or three times previously. getting off to a good start, getting some momentum early in the game is gonna be very key. Um, I think for both teams.
2: Well, I got one more question for you, and then I'll turn over to Howie ask if you Piedmont, of course, Jack Hayes, you talked about very important player, Coach Smith, an outstanding coach. He's been here many, many times. And so but the thing is it's kinda underscore with this football team. Piedmont, you're going to say they're very good on the defensive side of the football. You know, they played Gordo last week, and the defense was the key. I think in the second half, they went more to their running game because, you know, Coach Smith wants to be balanced, but they went to their running game in the second half and mainly depended on their defense. And, you know, Gordo's an outstanding football team. They had two big runs in that game. Uh, But other than that, they pretty much shut shut Gordo down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've struggled against them the last two years on, on offense scoring the football. You know, we've uh, we scored 20 last time we played them or, or the first time we played them last year in the playoffs, and then we scored seven, um, and it was a late seven, to, The you know, in the regular season. We've struggled uh, to move the football at times against them. They do a really good job. They're very well coached. Uh, they, they do things the right way up front and at linebacker, you know, and their DBs are not bad at all either. But uh, they take their coaching and their kids do it. The right way all the time. And so they've been prone to giving up big plays um, at times. But if you're going to, like, if you don't get the big play and you have to drive the football, there hasn't been anybody really on film that's been able to just line up and drive the football. So uh, they do a really good job. Um, we don't have to do a better job uh, than we've been doing of taking care of the football um, and to be able to drive the football. But uh, Coach Smith, like you said, does a really good job. And you say he wants to be balanced. I bet he really wants to run the football if you ask him, and, and control the ball the whole time. But he does. Uh, it's hard for him to just do that with sevens back there because he he can spin it. They got guys that can throw it to um, on offense. A really good football team. So um, we're not to be locked in on both sides of the football. You know, we've really been focusing on making sure we're getting lined up, a per- you know, the the correct way. Last time our eyes was in the wrong place. a bunch. last time we played them, um, they they got open. They got behind us. Um, And seven never misses them. Um, You know he overthrew one or two. Even they scored forty points, and he overthrew a few guys uh, as well, just barely. But and I think they had two drops. Um, So our eyes wasn't in the right place a lot of times. Um, So we got to do a better job and just get lined up. I think we're a better football team on defense, no doubt, than we were uh, week two. Uh, We got guys in different spots and guys who's locked in on the secondary. Uh, since then, because it really showed us, you know, we we knew we had a lot of work to do, work to do in the secondary when we played them. And uh, since then, we played a lot of teams that like to throw it. We've gotten better every game. I feel like that. their are secondaries uh, played, you know, some passing teams, and we've gotten better. And um, we just got to be physical and be able to uh, tackle on open field Friday night if we don't have a chance.
0: All right, Howie. Uh, just by the way, Howie, one hundred one point seven for you this week. what John Seals was saying, how he picked up questioning from there.
3: Well, Coach, let's talk about how you got to this point. Let's go back to last Friday night's game against Geraldine. Um, You faced the number seven, I believe, at quarterback last week that he, he was just hard to bring down. And then even when you thought you had him down, he was still completing passes to people out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, Jackson Collins he's a big old kid and he plays really hard and um, we struggled to tackle him and uh, he flipped a few out there as he was going down and made some plays happen uh, in the past game and then did a really good job and Carlos Mann uh, getting injured uh, was terrible um, you know I don't know the kid personally uh, but I enjoy and love watching him on film um, he's a really good football player uh, he he does things the right way on the football field I know just from watching film and or watching the two times we play him, he does things the right way. He's one of the better athletes that we played against. And uh, I hated to see him go down before was made a lot of plays against us uh, in the past game, even after 22 went down. He was finding guys. And, um, you know, Geraldine's a really good football team. And uh, we were lucky to, you know, to get out of there and find a way to win the football game. Our guys played really hard and tackled really well, uh, especially now I think we tackled pretty well throughout the entire game. We did a really good job of making them drive the football. We had one. Where Josh Scott, you know, he's battling injury, he come up and he tried for the football rather than just make the tackle on that slam. I think he thought he was going to get there and and knock it down and he missed Um, and they were able to break one for a touchdown, you know, and, you know, in the secondary and uh, not Josh's fault. Josh has just got to know if he can make that play, he's going to make it. And nine times out of ten, Josh Scott probably makes it, but he just missed there and, so, uh, but they did a really good job on offense, and, uh, but I thought our defense played really well Friday night, even when we didn't get four down. Um, we tackled pretty well.
3: Yeah, it was number four instead of number seven. I was thinking he was number seven. But anyway, um, back to that game. It seemed like Geraldine's game plan was to have ball control, and I think they kept the first possession over six minutes or close to six minutes before you even touched the ball. And that's unusual for a high school game.
1: Yeah, they did a really good job of that. I think Coach Davis had a really good game plan, and uh, they controlled the football game the entire first half, really. And we had the ball twice before our last possession. Before we scored, we had it two times. Or that may have been – yeah, I two just times. had it two twice,
3: times, twice, yeah.
1: And uh, we drove the ball, you know, fumbled inside seven. Should have never done that. Um, we got to take care of the football. You know, it's miscommunication and uh, things that can't happen, but uh, – we, we fumbled the ball there, and they were able to get on it. But uh, they did a really good job. They seemed like they were in third and shorts, and when they wasn't in third and shorts, something we worked all week, they shifted, and we jump off sides and give them a third and short or a fourth and short, which is uh, – we didn't do a very good job of that. They get, they get everybody on film. They get us, and it's a point of emphasis, and it's still tough, um, and they do a really good job of it. So. Uh, credit goes to them. We just got to do a better job of staying in there against teams that do that. But um, they – really good game plan by Coach Davis, um, and our guys did a really good job of, of, you know, not letting that that get to us, even though we wasn't having the football a lot, just locking down and playing defense.
3: Yeah, that, that was kind of going to be my second question as far as the, the Sylvania and the jumping off sides. That's been a – kind of a regular during the playoffs. It seemed like every team is focused on – the aggressiveness of your defensive line at that movement there, and well, you don't know what Piedmont's going to do, but you, you got to feel like they're going to try something like that as well.
1: I'm sure Coach Smith will. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a 51. Sometimes you love with it here or there. 51's he's ready to go. Um, he's he's waiting on it, and uh, he's just got to do a better job getting his eyes on the football and, and seeing it. Um, but uh, 51 makes a lot of plays.
3: Um, I know it irritates you, but uh, it's just something that but I noticed later on in the game when they were doing it, you started shifting your defensive line as well.
1: Yeah, and that's that's how we worked it uh, a lot. And then early in the game when they went to shift, I think 51 and a few others was three yards deep in the backfield. I guess he thought they were pulling. I don't know his uh, – <laughs> But anyways, they've done, they done a better job in the second I'll say that they did a better job in the second half. I don't think we even jumped offside in the second half, uh, maybe once. Uh, uh, they did a better job in the second half of locking in and doing things the right
3: ways. So. Overall, defensively and offensively-wise, I think you had a total of, what, three penalties in the whole game, and that's great for you. And playoff time, that's what you want. Uh, uh, penalty-free football, basically.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, our – our offense in the uh, playoffs has done a really good job of, of not having many penalties. We haven't held that much or been called for it. Um, neither has other teams been called for it a lot. And um, the other night, I felt like 51 could have got called. They could have called Oden on, on their tackle on 51 every play because 51 was... Um, I'm, I thought I was going to buy him a New Jersey after the game. I, so I was trying to tell the side judge over there, and he saw it happening too. And I was like, Coach, we can't call it every play. I ain't asking you to call it every play. Just call it when it's going to affect the play. Because, <laughs> a um, 51, he, he's tough to deal with. And um, sometimes you have to hold him to, to keep him out of there. But um, our penalties have went down in the playoffs, and, and I'm really proud of the way our guys are, are playing because it's been a point which early in the year we were getting a lot of penalties, and, Um, Our old line's done a really good job of getting better throughout the season and and doing things the right way.
3: You kind of spoke about it earlier, talking to Phil, about the uh, previous Piedmont game. But to me, the most improvement to your team has been the defensive backs, the secondary. Could you uh, talk about them just for a minute?
1: Yeah, we've – man, even this week, they've had a pretty good week so far in the two days of – of covering you know we've got some we have some skilled guys that can run routes and they're they're we have some pretty fast kids on scout team that give us really good looks and uh you know we've gotten better of working it. we worked it all year of course but uh they've gotten better as the years went on of, of flipping their hips and doing a good job 24 griffin haygood's our best corner um in my opinion as far as cover goes uh best cover guy we got he's done a really good job of of covering the guys we've had in front of him this week i know he's playing more physical especially on the top of routes and stuff he's done a better job and you know all of our dbs are doing a better job i think 25 Jonah Gurley he didn't even play last time we played Piedmont hit you know he was just his first year playing football for a few years he's so technically i know he's a junior but in my eyes he's playing like he was a freshman not a freshman anymore because we played 13, 14 games now with him, Um, but he's gotten better and he's helped us in the secondary. And he's one of the smartest guys on the back end. He gets us lined up. He's communicating um, and doing things the way he's supposed to get them done. I mean, I'm really proud of John McGurley. He's made us tons better on the back end because he's a vocal kid and he gets everybody lined up. And if somebody's wrong, he's vocal and he's going to get them fixed. So, so that's helped us a lot on the back end, just making sure guys on the right spot and knowing what coverage we're playing. Um, You know, we, you know, you know, over the last few weeks, we may switch up and run split field or we may not. But um, to do that, 25 has got to be a vocal guy and be able to communicate that a little bit. So I'm really proud of, of Jonah and, and how he's helped us there. And then Josh Scott, 13, um, he's a tall kid. And he's really been good for us. For free safety. He made some big plays, including the Madison Academy game where he went up and got the ball. He's done a really good job of cover. You know, he's not the fastest, but the dude, he, he tries to be technique, sound, and do things the right way and stay in phase. If you're just a little bit out of phase in your six four, uh, that ball is going to throw any at all. Then you don't have the opportunity to make a play on the ball. So uh, his height helps us a lot. <clears throat> then Braden Thomas, who's played a lot of corner for us um, throughout the season since he's got back healthy um, and his hip flexors has gotten better and he's been able to play both ways. Um, he's done a pretty good job of covering on the back end. Um, Jr. Dixon's helped us at times. We've had guys that's rotated in there at DB if I'm missing somebody. I don't think I'm missing um, too many guys. But uh, them them four, five, six guys uh, have done a really good job of helping us in the secondary.
3: Bill, I ask one more question, then it'll come back to you. Uh, the offensive line has been great all year, but two and 22s, the twos as Mr. John Seals calls them, another outstanding night Friday night against Geraldine. They are very difficult to bring down.
1: Oh, two guys are doing a really good job running the football
3: um let me think
1: 22 i think he had he had 300 over 300 yards this past week um he wasn't too Aiden and was wasn't able to carry as much friday night early in the game he he came off the sideline and this he has a cast already on one hand and his thumb was out of place on the other uh so so now it's this way he won't wear the brace friday night he'll have a cast on still but uh it's both hands one's in the brace one's in the cast right now so um uh, he cracks me up every day he walks in. Um, he, uh, he's, he's had hip flexors, and he's had a rough season, but he just keeps fighting. You couldn't tell it on Friday nights. So he just plays through it, and he does a really good job. He's a tough kid. Um, Braden Thomas, like I've told you all year, he's been through a lot. He's came back, and uh, last time we played, Piedmont, he was weighing about 178, 179. Um, we was just trying to continue to put weight on him, and, uh, you know, yeah, he didn't get to good weight till later in the year, probably week seven, week eight, where he started weighing back to 194, 196. Um, and you can tell it in the playoffs. He's, he looks better. He's running, you know, better. Um, he's just finally getting healthy. And I'm really proud for him because he's, he's dealt with a lot throughout the season. I'm glad to see him healthy. I'm glad to see him run well. I mean, the kid that's running for over 800 yards in three games of the playoffs and 12 touchdowns. Um, that's impressive. Um, and, and, uh, i proud of both our running backs and proud of our own line for giving them the and our receivers, man. You look, they've, they've sprung some big runs um, that they made some blocks on the back end down the field, 10 to 15 yards down the field and sprung some some huge touchdown runs. So um, that's a group effort by everybody and uh, 22 and 2 will be the first ones to tell you. Well, Coach, you were
2: talking about having he's the has got the cast on his arm, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, Yeah, uh, you know, you kind of worry about things like that sometimes, you because, know, you know, a lot of times, of course, you know, the, the kids, they keep that ball tucked high, but you know goodwill the other team is coached to try to steal that football because, you know, you're very limited in protecting that football, just having one arm free, basically.
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> that's very true. And he's uh, that's predominantly, I think it's his left hand's in the cast, so he has his right, I'm sorry, his right hand is right. in the cast, and he's, so he's having to carry it with his, offhand, his left hand, Um, and now his left hand's got a brace on it. But um, he does a good job with, with what he's got. He's a strong kid. He keeps that thing on tight. And he tries to cover it up with both, even though that when he gets into some, uh, you know, when he gets in the middle of the piles and stuff, he does a good job covering it up with both, but he still can't grip it with that right hand. Um, it, it's He hadn't knocked on wood. He hadn't put it on the ground yet. Um, and I hope it don't happen this week. But uh, the only thing he struggled with, I think we've had two, uh, inter- you know, quarterback exchange with a running back where
2: he was in there, and um, that's both of their faults, not just one. So, Well, Coach, you know, we talked to Coach Smith on the air last week, and he was very complimentary of you and your staff. Of course, he talked highly of Coach Davis, too, and he even went so far as saying that, Uh, You were one of these up-and-coming coaches that, you know, he's been following you, and Coach Smith's that way. He knows what's going on around him, and any advantage he gets, he'll he'll take. But he spoke highly of you last week, and, you know, and it's great to get that compliment from another coach, you know, and he said about two or three weeks ago he wouldn't be surprised if three of the teams at least got this far, you know, or got into the quarterfinals of playoffs because the region was so tough. You know, and it's tough having to play against Piedmont, but they make everybody in this region better. I agree.
1: Uh, everybody's striving to beat them, uh, honestly, and, and try to create a program that they've created. And uh, you know, I've uh, you know, I'm a competitive guy. You know, <laughs> I want to be. I want to coach against. best um i want to beat them coaches uh i want to compete against them coaches from from my standpoint but i also want a program that can be looked at uh in the future as of being a winning program and them guys like coach Benefield and coach smith and and there's some great ones around here that's created programs that um they win year in year out and i look up to them guys and and they do a really good job and it's something that that I want to create and I want to learn how to do it. I want to be the best um, at what I do. I'm a competitive guy. I want to win every time we step up there on the football field. And, uh, you know, to like you said, uh, for him to compliment me, he's uh, thankful. Um, he's a great coach and he does a really good job. And I've always said you always keep up with it. Even when I was playing, they were winning. So uh, when I was playing in high school, they were winning football games, the championships. So he, he's done a really good job and, um, you know, it's, they've created something special at Piedmont where I think how many years in a row are they in the semis? Just eight. I think yeah, eight. Yeah, something eight, like yeah. eight semifinals in a row. I mean, that's, um, he was, talk, I was talking to him on the phone and I was asking him, you know, how, what his practice plan was, um, through the semis. Cause I, I know he's through Thanksgiving because I, I know he's been there once or twice. So <laughs> I know he's in, he started telling me uh, their plan and, um, you know it's like you can tell he's been there before in numerous times because they've already got it planned out when they're eating like um, i think they have a big dinner together like with everybody community-wise i think on thursday night so they expect to be there year in year out So what that tells me and that's um that's something that we we want to be in we want expectations where we expect to be in the quarters and the semis and, and making runs year in year out and when you expect it and your kids expect to win i think you see that because he has he has really good players, um, don't get me wrong, really good football players. Um, but I think some, you know, a huge thing that sets them apart from other teams in our region and, in North Alabama, just like Fife, is uh, them kids expect to win. They don't expect any other thing. They, don't, they walk out there, they expect one thing, and they still win the football game. It don't matter what happens in the game, they expect to come out with a win, Um, and and that's something that that our guys are starting to learn, and I think we're starting to build something where our guys expect to win, so uh, that's something we're trying to build here, and and our guys are doing a really good job. Like I tell you, week in, week out, our seniors in our program and our football players are doing a good job of trying to build that here, so I'm really proud of our players um, for what they're trying to build, and uh, I know I chased a rabbit or a probably, but uh, they do a really good job, and, you know, we have an opportunity to play a really good football team in the semis, and we're excited about it. So,
2: Well, Coach, you know, and, and you're exactly right the way Piedmont does. A lot of teams will give them a fit through the first half, but it's like it's a whole totally different team that comes out in the second half once they make their adjustments and it becomes man-on-man because they feel like in their head they're better than you, and at some point you're go- they're going to break your will. Of course you know going down to Piedmont you know it's a great football team great atmosphere but one thing you have to battle and i think you've kind of touched on this is those ghosts because they expect to win your guys have got to find a way to keep in that football game to the fourth quarter because i believe if you can get to the fourth quarter you got a shot because you never know what's going to happen
1: that's it yeah um so I talk to our guys like you have an opportunity to play every single play um, everything you've got, um, every play, and you have and you have a chance to go to the state championship. If you could have told me that um, when I played, I'd give anything for an opportunity to go play in a state championship. Like uh, I'd give anything to go play in a semifinal game. You have that opportunity, um, and uh, our guys expect to go over there and, and go to war. I can promise you, our guys are going over there to fight and to play hard. Um, and our guys have done a really good job of throughout the year of, and I've I've said it week in, week out, like doesn't matter what happens. The previous play doesn't matter what good, bad, ugly. We've got to go to war the next play. We've got to go to battle, Um, you know, uh, games full of battles. And to win the war, you got to win more battles than the other team. And our guys are going to go to battle every single play, Um, good, bad, or ugly. and we expect to win the war, um, and the only way we know, the only way that we can do that is to go over there and play with everything we have, every play, regardless of what happens, um, because we know that's what they're going to do. So uh, we've got to take care of the football, but like you said, we got to play really good and every play. And like last time, week two, we, we did not play very well. We know that um, they played really good, and they deserved to. They wore us out. The scoreboard showed it, um, but our guys feel like we got something. You know, we we have to go over there and play good. You know, we we're ready to go. I think our guys are ready. They're excited. It's a huge game, semifinal game, and we know you're we're you know four quarters away from the state championship opportunity. So uh, if you ain't if you ain't ready to go, if you don't think you can you can go out there and win, and you're in the semis, you need to check yourself because <laughs> you didn't just slip up, make it to the semifinals. There's no bad teams in the semis uh, this week. So.
2: Coach, you know, I've been through what these kids have gone through. We played Thanksgiving week my senior year, and there's nothing sweeter than to go and Of course, you practice. uh, We uh, we practiced on Thanksgiving morning, and then, of course, we went and had our family dinners and whatnot. But it was such a thrill. I remember that, you know, all I was focused on was we had a game the next day. We didn't know if we was going to win. We was just going to play and see what happens. But it's just amazing to be around all the family, and they're making plans to travel to the game talking about who's going to win or lose and all this stuff, and you just kind of get caught up in all that. But it's just a huge thrill for the kids to be playing this week because there a lot of them going to be around their families on Thursday, and it's going to make it just a little bit more special.
1: Uh, I agree. And they're going um, – hopefully all their family travels with them. Um, it's huge for our community, um, huge for our players, and we're excited about it and – I know our kids are excited I'm excited Uh, you know we we're not taking any of this for granted I promise you And like um, I had somebody ask last week about how our kids are are taking winning games and stuff and I'm just gonna continue to brag on they just come to work ready to go it's like it's another week Uh, you couldn't tell it if you walked in here today and went out there to practice um you couldn't tell it if it was a week four practice or a week 14 practice. Our guys are just locked in trying to get better. And I, I, I'm i proud of them for that. They ain't getting too high and they're not getting, I mean, they're, they're just level headed, trying to get things done, going to work, um, and doing things the right way. So I'm really proud of how they're preparing um, in the playoffs and, and throughout the entire years. I
2: have
0: it. Howie, before you go, I got a couple of things I want to bring up real fast um coach is it fair to say that this team's best quality may be their memory and no matter what happens they forget and move on as fast as any team i've ever been around experienced that short memory helps you as a football team
1: i agree they do a good job letting things go we've learned from a lot as well um you know we we could have had on to that plain view loss and um uh, uh, let it roll in to where we was gonna have to travel first round. Um, you know, we we did not play very well in the second half of that football game. You're supposed to lose when you, you're up twenty four seven at half or whatever it was. And um credit goes to them though they outplayed us the second half and we didn't do what we were supposed to do to win the football game. But our guys come in that next week and learn from it. Um, we got better. We could have easily, you know, let that loss, a loss like that in a rival game. Uh-huh. Uh, turn into to more, uh, just for an example. We could have let that turn into two or three losses in a row, but our guys did a really good job of putting it behind them and going to work the next week and, and finding a way to win a football game. Then in the middle of football games when things go bad, our guys do a really good job of just continuing the fight. I can't tell you how many times we've stopped people inside the 20 uh, this year where our guys, uh, we've bent, but they haven't broke. They've done a really good job of just locking down and playing the next play. Um, so I'm really proud of them. They, they do a good job, even when things are good, um, in big wins, you're right, they do a good job of just moving on, um, so, uh, forgetting, um, uh, you know, but, but not, how was it, yeah, just letting things go, but not completely forgetting it, learning from it, learn, learning from our mistakes, but also, uh, forgetting, you know, some things we need to let go, so, really proud of them. Before we go to
0: Howie, uh, and I know you've already covered the defensive backfield a little bit, but. I want to talk of one other thing about the backfield, um, the defensive side. How much they improve physicality during the season. If you go back and look at the, uh, the North Jackson film, and you look at uh, even the even the Piedmont film in Week Two, the tackling and run support your defensive backfield. It doesn't even look like the same guys back there. And you mentioned Griffin, and I, he comes to mind so much better so much more physical as the year went on. Is that because of the weight room off season or did something click for them at some point saying, Hey, I've got to pick it up one level here.
1: Hey, uh, good. just doing a good job. He's a senior. Uh, like his first year playing football for a long time was my first, it was last year. Um, and I talked him into coming out and, and giving it a shot. And uh, he was a basketball only guy for a long time. And uh, he came out and, He's an athletic kid, played D B for us. Uh, he put on some weight in the off season but uh he just uh he just wasn't a physical guy. It's just who he was. I mean, he's just he's a cover guy. He didn't I mean he ain't out there to try to kill you. Um, but I've told him numerous times, man, I ain't asking you to kill anybody, I ain't asking you to I just need you to get him on the ground. I need you to tackle him and he's done a better job of tackling and, and um, I think he's realized as, as long as I break on time and they ain't looking at me, I hit to <laughs> hit them before they even get caught the ball and turn around. No, I'm kidding. He does a really good job. He's gotten better at tackling. Than, uh, we've needed him too, um, especially from early in the year. And all of our guys, 13, 25, less 25, Jonah hadn't played a lot. Um, this is you know, in a long time. He come out. and He's played really hard this year, and he's gotten better. As the years went on, you know sometimes it just takes you got to get out there and play football and they've done a really good job as a year you you should be getting better you should be getting better than our guys are I'm really proud of
0: him in thirteens we don't talk about as much as everybody else, but his cover skills has improved greatly and I feel like you have a you have a more um you i don't know what to to use but versus game two this defensive backfield is more prepared to meet the challenge of Piedmont than maybe you
1: were in week two. We're definitely better on the back end um, than we were week two. They're better – I'm sure they're way better at receiver um, than they were week two. Uh, We've got to do a really good job of of covering um, and matching routes and and doing the things we're supposed to do on the back end and uh, making it really tough. Listen, sometimes – they're just going to throw and catch the ball. Sometimes seven is just going to make plays, and you got to live with it. And But you've got to tackle them and get them down and make them snap it again. You can't let that play turn into a 65-yard touchdown. You've got to somehow get them down and force them to snap it again. Uh, we got to make them continuously snap the ball over and over. We can't give up the long touchdown, and I'm sure Coach is saying the same thing about our offense. You just, you've just got, you got to force teams to, to drive the football, um, and, and the team that can do that the best um, – Win the the defense that can can force the other team to drive the ball the best in my opinion is going to win the football game so we've got to do a really good job on the defensive side of matching routes.
0: Howie I'll come to you after this coach uh, one more question and then I'll go up to Howie how valuable is it to have a kicker who wants to be a kicker compared to other school that's that's got a left tackle that's their kicker or somebody's got their free safety as a kicker I mean you have a kicker and he's done Quite an exceptional job, and he is a freshman. So, uh, and I yeah, don't
1: think he, you talk about him enough. No, he does a really good job. Um, he's had a really good year on uh, kicking extra points. Um, he, he actually got concussed Friday night. Uh, he, he went out, I think he was tack, tackling Siderfeld on the sideline, ended up getting a concussion. So, when we scored the last time, we wasn't able to, to kick an extra point. I was really shocked that Jonah Gurley kicked it as far as he did on kickoff. So, um, I think everybody thought that I was trying to run the score up in a quarterfinal game um, against Geraldine by going for two, but uh, was not trying to run the score up in a quarterfinal game only up three scores. We just couldn't kick it because our kicker was hurt. So it cracks me up to think that uh, it's funny to think that people – or I uh, think we're trying to run the score up only up twenty. Um, that's that's very funny to me. But anyways, whatever you whatever you want to think about me is fine. Um, if we were going to try to run the score up, we may have just went for two the entire time. I don't I don't know what. So is he cleared? Is is he cl- cleared for this week? Or do we know yet? No, he is, uh, he's going to be cleared. He's going to be able to. Uh, okay. He's going to be able to kick. So. Won't be no running the score up by going for two, only up 19 or 20. So, uh, I coach, give up. coach, coach uh, man, is a terrible, terrible guy for going for two because his tickers concussed. Golly, all right, I'm gonna get mad just sitting here. You know, it just ticks me off. I mean, that's just Facebook warriors, man, Facebook warriors. Give up I need to put my cell phone on Facebook. Maybe they can just call next time rather than post it on Facebook. Just call and say, hey, man, you're a piece of crap for going for two where your kicker's got a concussion. Why are you
2: doing that? I don't know. I guess we should have just need it. I don't know. Right, coach, I, to, to tell you a story and how this worked out, my senior year, we played gales when we were up, went up 27-6, and our – Fullback was hurt, so we couldn't kick extra points. So Coach Kirby had to go for two. We beat them 29 to six. Well, when Ballyhead played Gelsel the next year, when they were up 16 nothing, they scored a touchdown with just a couple of minutes left where they went for two to run the score up to pay Ballyhead back. When that was the only reason Coach Kirby went for two is because we didn't have a field goal kicker. So <laughs> it's, that, just, that, that just happens. That's you can
1: do they, no, that's just <laughs> I'm glad. right it only happened to us.
0: I, I'm going to open up the official complaint department for Sylvania Football is at River City Media. Attention, Randall, and I will bring those complaints to Coach Van that I find worthy.
1: First, first off, as a boss, there's no such thing as running the score up in a quarterfinal round three football game. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. It, it's just not.
0: Hey. Even worse, they said they were bashing John Seals and Howie on Facebook. John, they're just letting somebody else rest by doing that. I'm telling you, it's okay. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> all right, Howie, I'll throw it up to you. I'm on, hey coach, you can see as long as I stay off the camera, your phone, your your microphone don't mute. So I gotta concentrate on keeping you going. All right, <laughs> there we go are you
3: can ask Coach questions because I got him unmuted. Coach, let's go back to week two. First time you or your team has ever been to Piedmont. What a beautiful stadium it is. It's like a small college stadium. Now you're going back week 14 to play for the chance to go to the state. Week two was you, or not necessarily you, but your team a little, I mean, nervous by going there, going to the defending state champions and do you feel like it'd be a whole lot different after them being there one time?
1: I think it won't hurt. I don't think it'll hurt at all. Um getting used to to traveling, you know, they have like you said, it's a very nice stadium. Um very nice visual locker room as Coach Smith would like he'll like that. Very nice visual locker room that he said that he would have the heat on again for us. So I'm really um really happy that he's gonna have the heat on <laughs> for us again uh he he said he watches this i'm sh- surprised he he watched it last time so uh i'm sure he'll like that and, uh, they uh i couldn't go without mentioning that that it was just it felt like 250 degrees because it was week <laughs> two um and we got there too early and he'll, he'll probably tell you be the first to say that you shouldn't have got there at four o'clock i mean i don't know what to tell you, uh, you no
3: air air on this week for you coach yeah next question what you think they'll have the ac
1: on this week? no he i think he joked he did joke with me the other day and say that he may just have the air on so either way it'd be okay uh no they have a really really nice place over there and their guys uh it it is it is you know different going to a place in an atmosphere like that on turf and Uh, with a jumbotron and and they do a really good job of of game day atmosphere there and it's it's not like that everywhere so um but our guys have experienced it you know they should be so wide eyed and um you know we just got to play better bottom line we didn't play a good football game last time and listen the fields 53 in the third wide and it's 120 yards long counting the end zone so it's still a football field we still got to go out there and play football it doesn't matter what's outside Let's, let's just worry about what we're going to do between the lines and play hard and control what we can control. And I think our guys are, are going to do that, and they're going to play hard. So
3: they, You know, you talk about the football field. That's actually going to be my third question. After the locker room, air conditioning or heat was going to be on uh, the football field, they've got the artificial turf with the pellets and everything. Is your players going to be changing maybe their, their cleats or anything, or, or was it okay the last time?
1: Uh, I think it's the same. Yeah, just little thing. Okay, last time we just got to do. We got to do a better job. We just got to play better.
3: Right, absolutely. And you got control number seven. He kind of took control of that game from the get go. And they were coming off of a loss to uh, Cherokee County as well. So they they had a little, uh, probably as uh, Phil would say, they had a uh, uh, -a in their saddle there underneath that, and they were ready to go.
1: Yeah, against a really good Cherokee County team. I think it's in the semis in 4A. Uh, so uh, it's not a bad
2: loss at all.
3: But I think that, Phil, is uh, Cherokee County and Piedmont like the two big rivals over there?
2: Uh, yeah, they are two big rivals. Piedmont's just about a rival, anybody they play. So, you know, as many schools as they play. But yeah, it's a huge rivalry. It definitely is. Uh, uh, they're not very far apart at all. And it's, you know, it's always a great game when those two get together. So, you know, that was
3: them coming off that loss, that's be like when Sylvania came off the loss to play. You know, they were ready to play. And so, you know, this time, hey, everything out the door, it's the semifinals. You gotta be ready to play regardless of what happens.
0: All right, coach, um now Coach Smith's been coaching. I I don't even didn't realize it <laughs> until the other day. I actually I called some of his games back in the nineties. Uh when he was over at what was it philly um
2: uh, he was at cedar bluff
0: cedar bluff yeah so he's been around a while and there's a picture of him on the internet where he promised his team he'd grow a mullet so who off of your staff are you going to force to grow a mullet uh, coach wilson or coach clark we've got to get somebody to grow a mullet if we go over there and win probably not don't you think i'm not going to put it on you coach i i think Coach Wilson's a young guy. He could grow a mullet and be okay. Yeah, if I
1: started growing a mullet, it'd take a few years. <laughs> uh, and it would be very light up here on top. You know, well, Coach-, Coach, Smith, Coach Smith got the best hair of the head coaches, I promise you. He's <laughs> – uh, he ain't cut it in a while, I don't think. I think the only time he cuts it when he loses his playoff game. It's uh, – no, he didn't lose one last year, and he lost one so far this year. So, he had not cut it in a long time. <laughs> uh and I don't know if there's anybody on our staff who could grow one. So.
2: <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, I uh, always buy a wig.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I could. <laughs> I would look good in a mullet. Though,
3: probably. Yeah, yeah. All but right. The question is: Is Miss Hannah be okay with you having a mullet? Nah, probably not. Uh, she wouldn't oh. care.
1: She would just be happy I had hair. She, I mean, <laughs> she's not. I've been thinking about just going completely slick bald, just so I ain't got to worry about it anymore. But uh, she ain't let me do that yet. So yeah, let's let's keep fighting that battle for Miss Hannah. Yeah, that's
0: whole different glare issues when we have the camera. Then so yeah. That was- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Howie or Phil, either one of y'all got a follow up question
3: or or anything you want to talk to Coach Van about. Uh, Coach, just best of luck Friday night. We'll see you at the game.
2: Well, I I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and I hope the kids have a blast because this is a great time to be playing football. And one of those they'll remember for the rest of their lives, they'll be telling their grandkids about it. Yeah,
1: no, I appreciate y'all. And thank y'all for, again, for what y'all do. Uh, And I appreciate you guys.
0: We appreciate you'll come on here and talk to us every Tuesday because you were about, you know the fourth coach that turned us down, and then we begged you until you said you had to actually do it. So, Coach Coach Van is a he's a risk taker, trusting me and Howie Cheney. But it's been a lot of fun, and uh, you know, one more week we could do this would be a even more fun, Coach.
1: That's right. That's right. We got to play really good football this week against a really good football team. So our guys are excited. Should be fun. Um, uh, I've never coached a game on a uh, day after Thanksgiving, so I'm going to enjoy it as well. So uh, we're excited.
3: Just don't run the score up, coach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> as you know, that's made me so I shouldn't even say anything. See, I wasn't going to say anything. One of y'all had to mention Phil, uh, kicker. That was my fault. And then it brought up memories of uh, Andretti getting concussed and then me getting cussed. <laughs> So,
0: well, yeah. it, it probably won't be the last time he. The, hopefully, it's Andretti's. Well, one. I know it
1: didn't look good because, you know, Jonah Gurley hadn't kicked that much in practice and he went out there and boomed the kickoff. So then it made it look like we had a backup kicker. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really didn't know. I didn't know where it was going to go. I was just hoping he was going to get it out there somewhere. He
3: it, it got in right. around the 15 to 20 yard line. I know. I, I know it. Tell him to squib
0: it next time so you don't look like (laughs) you're. For Howie Chaney, for Phil Harris, WQSB, for the semifinals head coach. And we're so proud of him and his football coach, Tyler, our football team, coach Tyler Van. I'm Randall Cunningham. We'll see you next week on Rams Football Show.